What's up, Ding Dong? You're so precious to me. What? Am I precious to you? I'm trying to. I'm trying to deflect. You deflected successfully. I'm, to, I'm baffled. I'm de- trying to deflect. I was going to. You're so precious to me. Am I precious my, to you? The rest Hi, of my I'm bullshit. Rachel Morgan. What is that song? You don't remember? That's David Silver's 90210 hit single. It was almost oh, was going to be a hit single. No, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're Rachel Morgan. Am I'm Corey Kraft. Precious to you. Uh, shout out to all the <laughs> Corey heads and kittens out there. No, I, don't, I was trying to prevent it. No, you it's can't. It, you can't stop it. You can add additional wacky bullshit, uh. but you can't stop it. Um, I. This is. This probably isn't the time to like get into nine hundred two one zero, is it? Like, oh, ab- it's never too late. Corey. Okay, well, you know those stories they tell about like the ninety year olds who get their diploma. Sure, they're you know. So that's they walk across. You can still jump in any 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 time, and I and I highly recommend that you do. Okay, yeah. I mean, if you want to watch episodic content that includes things like. Fox Drugs, as in F-A-U-X, uh-huh. called Euphoria. Sure. That's yeah. really supposed to be ecstasy and raves where you yeah. go to gas stations and exchange an egg for... Anyway, um, all those things. This is a completely foreign world. Plus you get hit singles like, you're so precious to me. Oh my lord. Yeah. Absolutely jump in. Jump on in. Okay. Well, maybe. But in the meantime, we're going to talk about some movies Let's on the cinema podcast. Oh my god, um, what if they did a 90210 movie? A feature. That'd be I'm, cool. They can't do it anymore, though, right? Why? Because Luke Luke Perry left us. Yeah, but Luke Perry left the show a couple times. We were Dylanless, hmm. and and more than once. But who could still okay. be done? You still got you still got my man Jason Priestley. Sure, he's going to pack in film audiences. You still got Brian Austin Green, who sings "You're So Precious to Me." Uh-huh. You still got um, our girl Tori Spelling. Sure. Yeah. You know. And then if you get into the later years, you've got the one and only Valerie played by uh, Kelly Kapowski. Is that her name on? Oh, uh, uh, who who plays Kelly Kapowski? Oh, my gosh. Shit. Tiffany Some, Amber Thiessen. Tiffany Amber Thiessen, or who's now, I think, just Tiffany Thiessen. Sure. Which, by the way, whoosh, I'd like to see that film. Just saying. Um, but but like Hashtag if you, if you get into the later years, yeah. like that, it gets crazy. That's not like anybody's favorite. Oh yeah, it is. Is it? Yes, and you still got Iron Zeering. Yeah, we we take it all the way then. It's so. so it's not the equivalent of making an X Files movie starring Robert Patrick. Like everybody's like, no. yeah, you were on that show, but no, you've still and you stand Shannon Daugherty, You've still got all. You've sure. Still got, okay. Like you've got the vast majority of the cast there, and R.I.P. Luke Perry, who we love, but we can do it without him. I mean, we can. It won't be the same, but it's still something. I mean, they look if they can do two entire episodic series of sex in the city without samantha which i get i'm hearing some rumbling now i get it but they did it we can we could do a 90210 movie 90 minutes come on let's go i wouldn't watch it because i'm unfamiliar (sighs) with the series all right let's we said we're gonna talk about movies let's do it okay get ready for a five minute fight five minute round one fight Fight. oh here we go five minute fight five minute Mild disagreement. Fight. Well, no, no, actually, no. Okay, so here, Uh-oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Brad, start the timer. So we have both been to the theater to see uh, Sofia Coppola's Priscilla. Yes. Okay? And the way that I would describe it is this. Uh-huh. Corey came out of that film not really hating it. 
And I came out of the film not really loving it. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a lean towards. I actually really I did like it a lot. Okay. And and you didn't dislike it is kind uh, of the way you put yeah, it. Yeah, I'm I'm lukewarm on it. But, I I didn't like it as much as I hoped I would. But where we are really butting heads uh-huh. is that you think that Boz Luhrmann's Elvis is a much better film than this, and I think Boz Luhrmann's Elvis is absolute trash that should be taken out. Much better is kind of a an overstatement, but I do think it's a more successful movie. I think Boz Lerman made, I mean, look, both of these filmmakers made the movies they wanted to make, right? There is no question that, that Sofia Coppola, she hit. Tommy Wiseau made the film he wanted to make. I, it's just that like Boz Lerman's over the top, fantastical, uh, hallucinatory Elvis, uh, with all of its campy excess, is to me a more successful film than Sofia Coppola's Oof, moody no. tone poem. No, that that just offers impressionistic little vignettes of the marriage between What's wrong Elvis with that? and Priscilla. That's what Presley. I like about this film. Sure, and that's what the people who admire this movie do admire about this movie, and that's what I admire about so many other Sofia Coppola movies. But it didn't hit the target for me. In this one, there is not enough narrative propulsion here, hmm. and there's not enough characterization of either Priscilla or Elvis beyond these sort of superficial glimpses that we I, get. I don't, I don't think it sets out to do that. I don't, I don't think a film can do that in a two-hour constraint. I really don't. And I think that Elvis, Boz Luhrmann's Elvis, is cringeworthy, embarrassing to watch, not true to who, that, who, to who Elvis was, and just kind of all around a scattershot nightmare. Well, eh. We've already fought about. I'm not Bob trying Lerman's to fight about Elvis. that, but it's going to come up because I think this is a better representation of uh, of a life lived in the sense that, like this. First of all, this this is Priscilla's story. She's yes. e, she's EP on this film. Yes, it is based on her book. This is a very feminine film. It's much more feminine than Elvis is, of course. And uh, I mean that makes sense. It's a woman's yes. story directed by a woman. And I think that you know when you go to look at like how do I how do you tell the story of a life and how do you tell the story of um, not even a life because it really it isn't holistically about who Priscilla is. It's about her marriage to Elvis. It kind of begins with their their meeting a little bit before, but the setup right. of their meeting when she's fourteen it, years old, and then it ends. Spoiler alert: they get a divorce, y'all. Right, and so it it ends as she's departing Graceland, and so it's really just capturing the time and what she spent with Elvis, which you only have a couple of hours to do. And so, how do you do that? I think that one of the ways that you can be successful at doing that is hitting hitting some high notes on what might be happening within the context of that relationship. In addition to that, to communicating the the vibe, the mood, the tone of that era of a lifetime. And I think this film does that really well. I think poetically it feels very dreamy. That's where Sophia, Sophia Coppola really excels. I, I feel the dreaminess. I, we are in Graceland. I feel like I've spent time there. I've been through Graceland many times mm-hmm. and that we it is very much like you have a feeling when you walk in there of like the way that you have it, it, it smells like a house is right. the way I would put it. Like when you go to Graceland, it smells like somebody's been cooking in the kitchen because for a long time, like his aunt and I think for a long time Dodger was like yeah. his grandma was. So this has that same kind of that brings the same thing to the table where you feel like this is the texture of this place, right? Yeah, and and look, Coppola has always been good about tone and texture and you know the tactility of carpet and fabric. I mean, there's so much of that in this movie. Yeah. That is what she excels at. That is usually something that hits for me very hard because I love so many of her movies. But in this, I felt 
you know, unlike in something like Marie Antoinette, uh, which is probably the closest comparison to this. Except Marie Antoinette does the thing I can't stand, with the which is uses the contemporary sure. music. This does from time to time. But, but not, what I'm saying it, it's, it's still music that's vibing. Like it's the Ramones version of a 50s song. Sure. So, anyway, go ahead. I have more of a sense of Marie Antoinette as a character than I have a, a sense of Priscilla as it's not a the character. Point. But it should be. Why? I should have something to engage with dramatically. You're not this engaging. This is not a dramatic with... success because these characters are just kind of. Oh, I disagree. Blank. They're they're kind of empty vessels. Oh, I, I completely disagree. One of the things that I actually like about this film is that you're dealing with the story here of somebody who is very complicated and who did something really kind of terrible, especially through the lens of 2023. You're talking about Elvis and Elvis the sort Presley. of. Quote, grooming of Comes a teenager. Along. I'm actually going to save my thoughts on that when we do in a future episode when we when we do this um what we're watching because uh-huh. I can't I can't continue now and and do it justice in less than 45 seconds. But I I feel like I made a, a good argument where we stand. It's a 5-minute fight. I think this is a dreamy wonderful capturing of a moment. It's not the best film that's ever been made. I don't even think it's a grand huge success, but I do think it's better than Elvis. Hey, Brad. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hello. <clears throat> this is tough, because obviously I've not seen this movie. Um, and I didn't see the other Elvis movie, so I can't really compare. But I do, I will say, um, let's see here. Corey, it sounds like, uh, how much do you dislike this movie? Uh, I I would give it a a... Six out of ten. You know, it's a light, like, tepid, not really recommend, but I'm definitely going to see it again to see if it improves for me in a second viewing. Gotcha. And what would you give out of ten, Rachel? Oh, seven and a half. Okay. I cool. mean, we're not falling yeah. terribly. We knew coming in here we weren't falling terribly far, but yeah. where we where we really depart ways, because Corey's concern was, like, we're going to have this kind of mediocre argument like we do some from time to time. And we're, you know, because even though we disagree a lot, we oftentimes can't find a landing spot before we get in here on a Wednesday afternoon, yeah, right? Right. But you know where we do disagree is like if we're if we're looking at one film to represent human actual human beings' lives, that which one would it be? And I think Elvis is a shit show, and I, I would totally hold this up for you to watch as opposed to watching that mess that Boz Lerman delivered. They're complimentary in a lot of ways. Well, and here's why Rachel wins because I saw the trailer for this movie and I didn't give a shit about even thinking about going to see it. But after hearing Rachel's side of the argument, I kind of want to go watch it now. Yeah. So there we go. It's worth seeing. I mean, I know a lot of people who really, really like it. And I, you know, as I've said, I love Sofia Coppola normally. Um, right. I'm, I'm a big time defender of her last several, like the bling ring and the beguiled and on the rocks even. Did Kathleen like this? Not really. No. Okay. Yeah, she didn't. Um, we were both kind of like, we, you know, the, the end is kind of abrupt. And when the we, end is a bummer. When we left, I mean, just like the last 20 minutes seems to pack way too much I'm not much worried in. about the last 20 minutes, but I am worried about the last three or four minutes. Yeah. Where, and I, and I kind of thought that leaving, I thought, here's the thing. And I talk to my students about this all the time, uh-huh. which is that like your beginning and your ending is very much like a relationship, right? Yeah. Like so many people are going to make so many judgments about you in the first 30 seconds that they meet you, right? right? Especially the first few minutes that they sure. meet you. And then like your lasting, your ending words to somebody in a relationship are going to be what sticks oftentimes. So, I mean, to me, a film can work the same way. And my fear was like, this film is better than its ending. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, it's worth it's worth seeing. It's worth considering. 
Um, I'm going to see it again when it comes out on Blu-ray because, of course, I am. Of course you are. I won. I won. For $25,000, here is your first subject. What is it? Go. Uh, Pickles. Here we go. What is it? The digital version. Uh oh. So yeah, I I mean you know we're trying for a hundred percent, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the goal. These are not terribly hard today. I don't think. I don't I'll think. always find a way to mess something up. But we got a few of them. I'm going to kick a clip your way. You're going to listen to it, and as soon as you know what the film is, you're going to jump in with the film title, and we'll let the rest of it play out just to you know give some entertainment All to right. the listeners. Um, but yeah, jump in as soon as you know. Here's the first one. Oh, yeah. Faux shiz, faux shiz. Genuine. What's up, homie? How'd that get in here? Oh, oh my God. Come on. Well, that's Michelle Williams uh, reading Britney Spears' uh, memoir. All right. Sorry. I couldn't help myself, oh my Corey. God. I can't promise it won't come up again on this podcast. Of course not. Anyway, here's your number one. I'm trying to throw, throw him off his game, too, a little bit. Good Lord. God, he lost his footing there. <laughs> it's not me, Michael. When I was young and successful, I was greedy and foolish, and now I'm left with no one, wrinkled and alone. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Thanks for that, Bill. For what? Well, for actually giving a real answer to a question. Doesn't often happen here at Radio Watford, I can tell you. Ask me anything you like, I'll tell you the truth. The best shag you ever had. Oh, this is Love Actually. Good job. Yeah. Good job. You got it. Britney Spears related. I get it. It did take you a minute, but you did get it, yeah. Good job. And that's being re-released in cinemas. We had it on it our sure list of is. maybe Christmas films. And yeah. as soon as I saw the trailer, I thought, get out your phone and cross through that because we're not going to do it. There's plenty of I don't really like that movie either. I don't either. But I got to tell you, the first year at the cinema, y'all, when we had a little Christmas series, uh-huh. it was the one that the general public was the most interested in yeah, and bought people, the most tickets people do to. Love so. it. But they can go see it at the AMC. I don't think we're going to do it. So anyway, here's your number two. You've been drinking. Ding. What else? Mm-hmm. What else have you been doing? Oh, you want to know their names? <laughs> you need to sleep this no, off. There are two. There's Tom. There's Jay. Be quiet. Oh, that's really familiar. You definitely, you've definitely seen this film. The music in the background being all intense. Yeah. You want to uh, hear it again? Yeah. That's good. It's pretty short. We'll give it to him one more time. Really sink in there. You've been drinking. Ding, 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 ding. What else? Mm-hmm. What else have you been doing? Oh, you want to know their names? <laughs> you need to sleep this no, off. There are two. There's Tom. There's Jamie. Quiet. Is this Twin Peaks Firewalk with me? Oh, that's that's kind of close. But mm. it, you like Twin Peaks Firewalk with me, and you yeah. don't like this oh, film. Oh shit! This film is Black Swan. Yeah, that's that music. God damn that's it. That's it. No, I don't really like this movie. Um, and it's been a minute since I've seen it. So yeah. that's Barbara Hershey and Natalie Portman. There. That's right. Yeah. That's mom and daughter having a little, you know. Oh, that's why tossled. that music is so intense because it's a Darren Aronofsky movie. There you go. All right. There well, you go. That well, there you go. You can still get 75%, and that's a pretty good score. Yeah, so let's I'll see. Take it. All right. I had a breakthrough cutting that little blonde loose. Meanwhile, your conscience is killing you. If she hadn't left, you'd be back there begging. You think so, eh? Uh-huh. And a bottle of Louis Trey's says you'll be working for me by St. Patrick's Day. $500 bottle of brandy. 
I'll have to take that bet. I mean, that's Tom Cruise. <laughs> that's Thomas fucking Cruise's voice. Recognize uh, it. I scan through your brain now because that, that, that doesn't leave that many options. That He's little not been in blonde that loose many movies. Is that little blonde Nicole Kidman? Hmm. 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 Shit. Oh, man. Brad. Um, is we're, this. We're getting them. We're getting them. Is this far and away? No. Nope. God damn it. This is cocktail. Sure. And I saw this shit. <laughs> Fuck. And I thought I'd be giving it away because there's even a booze mention. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I got you. But, I got you. you know, he's drinking and anyway. movies. All right. Well, man, if you don't get the next one, this is going to be your worst score yet. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. We might be going a lot for of pressure. A lot an all time worst record. But okay. if, if not, if you get this one, you're kind of just holding steady. All right. All right. Do men want just a pretty woman to love and to take care of them and to make them feel like a man and to give them total freedom in whatever they want to do or be? <laughs> but what about what we want? How are we going to be equals with men if we keep catering to all of their needs? I think that if you want love, you have to give love. Well, it's Kieran Knightley. No, it's not. It's not. Uh. It's not. It's not a famous person not at all, actually. Person. You know this film. I know. I recognize the dialogue. And I mean, I picked a scene, too, that is probably one of the more recognizable scenes and really kind of captures the tone and weirdness of this thing. Beautiful weirdness. Uh, we're, we're, we're here. The Love Witch. You got it. You were getting really. Ooh, that was a you close got one. really close, dude. Ooh. You got really close to a twenty-five percenter. Yeah. Um, good job. That is yeah. the love witch, indeed. Yeah. Indeed. That did take me a minute. I know. And the music, the like, yeah. the kind of whatever that is in the background, yeah. the like, yeah. h- like harp or something. On. Um. Anyway. <sighs> okay. Not too bad. Ooh. Not too bad. You. You know. At I'm least you didn't. Sweat it. At least you didn't set an all-time low record. Yeah. So yeah. There you go. Instead, Not too bad. I tied. For the worst. I wonder if anybody <laughs> listening got 100% on that. Yeah, all the cocktail fans right in. Yeah. I mean... that Maybe the cocktail one was the hardest. I don't think Black Swan was. Black though. Swan was probably not as hard for people who actually like that movie. I hear you. Because I haven't seen it that many times. Well, it didn't do too bad. All right. I'll, I'll take not too bad. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Side Talks podcast. We're your own personal cinematic Timbaland and Brit Brit. Uh-oh. Yeah, Timbaland or Britney Spears. What you want to be? Let me give you a little backstory on this little kerfuffle. I feel like backstory is necessary before yeah, I choose. A little kerfuffle here. So recently, Timbaland's on a panel. We uh-huh. know Britney Spears recently released her memoir. Yeah. We heard a little bit of the fashiz fashiz yep, yep. that was referenced um, in, in the memoir. And so there's been a lot of talk about Justin Timberlake and, you know, a, a sort of re-focusing uh, on what that relationship really was that was so public. And, um, and uh, Justin's not been looking too good lately. There's been a lot of, a lot of beating up on Justin. As a matter of fact, somebody... Um, they recently, some video went viral of him dancing and everybody was like, look at that dad outfit from Kohl's. Aww. Yeah. There's like hush puppy hashtag JT for hush puppies, <laughs> you know, lots of, lots of mean stuff. But anyway, um, I feel like because of that, Timbaland's been kind of, you know, he's got to have his boys back. Sure, sure, know? sure. 
So while on this panel, of course, somebody asked Timbaland about the Britney Spears memoir because he's probably mentioned at it, but his boy, Justin Timberlake, certainly is. And um, and unfortunately, most unfortunately, here's how Timbaland responded. Oh, boy. He said, JT needs to put a muzzle on Britney. What? Uh-huh. They're not... They have no relationship anymore. I know. How's he supposed to, is he supposed to go over I, to her house? And- I think that that's beyond the, maybe the first thing I would say here, which is maybe we shouldn't be suggesting that men put muzzles on women's mouths. Anyway, sure. so of course, of course, I guess. <laughs> of course, the internet revolted, and yeah. um, and a lot of the comments were mostly Timbaland, who, you know that you knew that was coming. Yeah. So listen. Um, uh, yeah. If you were ever uh, asked about something that you have an impassioned or controversial response to in a public forum like that, one thing you can say, and this is just wide-ranging advice, but one thing you can say is, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, I don't really have anything to say about Britney Spears' new book. Thank you, anyway. Hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Well, that didn't happen. Yeah. It's real easy to do that, though. Oh, man. It's, you, it's, it's, I, you would think, but some people have trouble closing their mouths. I, you know... Has that been an issue for you in your life? It hasn't. Yeah. It hasn't. I... I can see it. I have plenty of things. I can see it. <laughs> I have plenty of things that I have strong opinions on that nobody else yeah. will ever know about. I hear you. I can see it. I can see it. You know, if I'm trying to come to the defense of one of my friends, I am kind of like, you know, that... that video that went viral on the red carpet with jamie lee curtis where she's like shut the fuck up let her shine her life light back the fuck off no yeah there's a a really really good one good for jamie um i can kind of get that way a little bit yeah Yeah, i can kind of it's hard for me oftentimes what i think is this Mm -hmm. and i get impassioned and so sometimes i think you know that scene in pulp fiction when ving rames is talking to bruce willis's character Uh and he's like you're gonna get in that ring and you're gonna want to win the fight yeah but don't win the fight because there's a lot of money on the line. Like, don't, 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 don't try to win this fight. Just take the punch, go down, cash the check, shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to have that internal conversation with myself. Uh, yeah. Quite a bit. My internal conversation <laughs> is usually about getting punched in the face. Yeah. Uh, much like I that. It, mine is. Mine is like, when you do this, when you go in there, sh- just be quiet. Sh- it's hush, really easy hush. to just button up. It's easier for some than others. And apparently, Timbaland was having a real hard time. Yeah. Well, um, but he um, wanted other people to shut up. He wanted to muzzle them, but yet maybe he should muzzle himself. Wow. What Physician, are you, heal thyself. Yeah. Who are you going to be? Uh, I, I think you're better off to take the Britney. I'll take the Timbaland. Whatever. Oh, okay. Nice. You yeah, took the. I'll take you, it. You, nice. Thank I've, you for. I'm just going to spout off and issue strongly oh. felt opinions. Thank you for volunteering as tribute. Yeah. Uh, and thank you, listeners, for listening to the Side Talks podcast. And thank you, Batwell Studios and Brad. Uh, we appreciate you. You're welcome. Uh, why don't you visit us online at sidewalkfest.com where you can see what we're playing at the cinema right now and get tickets and join us for a movie. Also follow us on social media at sidewalk film. So you will be the first in the know for everything that we're scheduling and planning both at the cinema and eventually. And it's hard to believe that we are already in the planning process for it. The oh, 26th yeah. annual are. Sidewalk Film Festival coming in August 2024. Uh, submissions are open at our Film Freeway page. So if you're a filmmaker with a short film, a feature film, a music video, or an episodic uh, work that you want to submit for our consideration, you can visit us online at, at our Film Freeway page and submit that. 
Uh, and uh, my lord, we're going to start combing through those entries sooner rather than later. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, the time keeps passing. That's how it works. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, later until days, next dude. time, we'll we'll see you. We'll see you next bye. time. All right. Bye bye. Boutwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.